So the first one is in Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 4. It says, So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And then the second little passage uh, also comes from the Gospel of Luke, but it's a little bit later, chapter 15, and uh, Jesus is speaking here, and he says this, Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. And then he calls his friends and his neighbors together. And he says, rejoice with me. I found my lost sheep. So the, uh, the story about the shepherd is, is really about God. It's about how God looks at things and his perspective on everything is a little bit different than ours. When, when one sheep is lost, he leaves the others to go find that one and it's as if that is the only one he has. It's the only one he cares about. It's the most important sheep in the flock. I think for... Anybody that's been in business, you might realize there's a certain attrition, a certain loss that happens, and every now and then you lose a little. And another shepherd might say, I've got a lot of sheep, I lost one, that's just the way it goes. But this shepherd looks at each sheep as important as each other sheep. If you think about it for a minute, God is the uh, God of everything. He's the God of the universe. When it says God so loved the world, the word world there is actually cosmos, and it doesn't mean just this world. It means the whole of creation. And if you think about creation, the world, the sun, the moon, the stars, and any other planets, and any other suns, and any other moons, and any other stars, you realize that's a big place. And in the midst of all that, God loves every sheep. It's really counter to how we think. We tend to be, especially today, I think, in our culture, uh, obsessed with bigness. We, we, we like things that are big. We think if something's big, it's better. Whether that's uh, even a big name. You know, I was thinking if someone new walks in the door to church, we'll, we're a friendly crowd. We'll say hello and greet them and welcome them. But if a big-time celebrity came in, our response might be a little different. We might ooh and on, pull out our cell phones and try to get a selfie with them. We're just enamored of big. Big houses, big businesses, big churches, big, big, big. We like big. God doesn't really think that way at all. We're We're small. In the scope of creation, each one of us is, is small. And yet God cares about each one of us. And the, the story of the shepherd shows us how God sees things. Scripture tells us he cares about every sparrow that falls to the ground. And I was thinking if he cares about the birds, he certainly cares about you. And he takes care of the small things. God is uh, he's the God of the small. 
And uh, that's what the Christmas story reminds us of. God didn't come into the world as a big and powerful ruler. He didn't come with a bang. He came as a baby born in a barn in the middle of nowhere to two teenagers. He circumvented the entire Roman Empire and all of the pretense and the pomp and circumstance that went with that, and he showed up very small. And that's a a part of his holiness as well. Holy means to be separate, to be distinct, to be different than everything else. And God refuses to conform with a worldly obsession with bigness. He really is the God of the small. And the, uh, I think the holiness of the nativity scenes that we see and that we have in our homes really is the smallness of them. God is so anti-everything big. When he came into the world, did he focus his attention on the big people, the important people, the powerful people? No, he, he looked to the least, the lost, and the lonely, to the forgotten people, the sinners, the lepers, the prostitutes, the little people. Those are the ones that God sought out. And however many sheep he has doesn't matter either. Whether it's a hundred or a hundred million, each and every one of them is important to him and he, he loves each one. And so with that, I guess the point is that he loves you. He looks for you and he cares about you. And each and every lost sheep, no matter how close or far we are from God, how distant we become... He'll leave the others behind and come to look for us. As though maybe you were the only one. You're special to him. Each one of us is the apple of his eye. God came into the world in smallness and he looks to and he loves the small. So, my encouragement to you this Christmas is really to look for God in the little things. I think we miss God sometimes. We're sometimes looking for the big things, and he's in the little things. Find the God of the small. I, 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 I will tell you this. I believe you will see God the most profoundly in the little things. Even in the church, we tend to like big things. We like big churches, big rallies, big conferences, big crusades. And, and I mean, certainly God is in those things. I'm not saying that he isn't. But I really do think he's the most profound in the little things. It's fun to me having the kids in here tonight. I see God when I look in the face of my granddaughter and grandson, who the doctors said wouldn't live when they were born. And now they're running around here causing trouble. I hear God and feel God in the songs that we sang tonight. I see God sometimes when I get up early enough in the morning to catch the sunrise. And I really believe that God is in the little things. And I would encourage you again this Christmas just to look for the God of the small. And if you're someone who maybe feels a little bit like a lost sheep, maybe you've been straying a little too far from the flock, God is with each and every one of you. So why don't we uh, stand together and we're going to close with Silent Night and I hope somebody has got a lighter to light those candles.